Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Yana, and today we will be discussing the fourth house in astrology. So, this bears repeating in my Astrology House series, but just because I want to reiterate this as many times as I can... I want to express before we get into it that it's important to note that all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently. That's why so many astrologers may define different placements in such vastly different ways, and I think it's important to listen to many different interpretations so you can see which vibes best with you and also get a better, well-rounded idea of what may be indicated for each placement in your chart. Finally, keep in mind that the fourth house is only one area of your chart, and without considering all other placements alongside aspects, it can only represent a small piece of the wider vision that makes up you and your life. Okay, so in astrology, the fourth house is considered an angular house, and it's a water house, so it's the first house that we reach that's personal that is deeply emotional and it resides at the very bottom of the zodiac wheel which sets the foundation for your entire chart and your life by extension its natural ruler is cancer and its natural planetary ruler is the moon and it's commonly known as the house of home or the house of home and family or even the house of privacy and when it comes to the concept of home we often think of our roots our ancestry or even where we put down roots and build the foundation where we plant ourselves into the earth and how we approach such things. The fourth house can address all of this and more. You know, where do we feel at home? How do we define this? What makes us feel safe and secure? Where and how do we feel most grounded, centered, and at peace, both physically and spiritually? And what is our sense of tradition, family, customs, history? What defines our cultural and societal norms or our ancestry and heritage? What are our parents and grandparents like? And from a material aspect, the fourth house can also indicate actual physical homes and real estate, like land and property, or even heirlooms, especially the kind which come from our roots, from our family, or parents, or from generations of family. The fourth house can also indicate what our youth or childhood was like. And the fourth house relates to our life from birth, so the foundation from which we grow. It also relates to our youth and the lasting impact these root experiences have on us. And in the fourth house, these are often external experiences rather than our perception of ourselves or those experiences which can be found in our first and second houses. You know, the first house is more of like, what is that experience and how does it relate to me? And how do I perceive those experiences? And then the second house can be, how do we feel about those experiences? And, um, you know, the fourth house lands more into... Uh, the third house would be, how do we think about those experiences and even verbalize those experiences? And the fourth house is, how do we feel of, about those experiences regardless of our perception, but more so, like, what was the actual external experience, if that makes sense? 
Um, the fourth house rules the quality of parenthood we experience. And there are debates as to whether the fourth house is the mother or the father in the chart. Um, and some people will say that it's the parent you're closest to or the parent of the opposite sex. There's a lot of arguments for and against. But it rules parenting broadly, especially when it comes to nurturing or lack thereof. And again, the parent a person might feel closest to during their childhood. The cusp of the fourth, fourth house, also known as the Imam Coli or the IC for short, will rule over a person's ancestors and their subsequent graves, as well as any potential karma from a person's past, especially those relating to family obligations or like familial karma, which will need to be resolved or released in this lifetime. And the fourth house can dictate if person's familial blessings or curses that are rooted in their ancestral line or history. And it's what we obtain from our parents, ancestral ancestors and bloodline, both good and bad. And this may include learned familial skills, talents, and resources. And the fourth house rules a person's sense of safety and security and even their home decorating style and even what their home physically is like. Um, how much personal space you might need or want, what's your ideal home and family like, your habits and your private life. This house is where we learn to nourish ourselves, where we seek alone time or time with only those closest to us and our sense of privacy. It can be the preceding inspirational jumping off point, which we then act on in our fifth house of creative expression. So we have either a shaky or a very solid foundation in the fourth house of home and family, and we use that to spark creativity and, you know, have acts of creation, whether that is uh, artistically or actually creating children or, you know, creating a new family with someone else by falling in love in the fifth house uh, and often you know you can say that like instability and instability in your home uh, could create creative expression that is being expressed in the fifth house as well uh, the moon natively ruling the fourth house here represents your intuition and your instincts and your internal emotions and it indicates how a person deals with stress their emotions their instinctive reactions and even how they may express or not express affection the fourth house will describe your physical homes and that internal sense of what exactly makes a home uh, a house an actual home where you feel safe nurtured secure relaxed and at peace and it can include the family you grew up with as a child or the one you may build for yourself one day. The fourth house will also represent your homeland or your country and cultural background. And because the fourth house is a water house, it's considered one of the karmic houses in astrology alongside the eighth and twelfth houses. So it corresponds to the personal subconscious as the moon rules your memory and unconscious thoughts. That's what's running in the background of our minds, which we rarely ever notice. And it could be childhood treasures or childhood trauma, generational gifts or curses, and inherited patterns. The fourth house offers us a foundation of nourishment to drink from. And it's also the house of endings. It can describe how we grew and how we may spend old age in the last years of our lives. And planets in the fourth house are incredibly important because their effects are amplified here and they manifest in the physical world. Malefic planets in the fourth house, such as Mars, Saturn, or Uranus, that are not well aspected, 
can indicate troubled childhood, hardship in youth, family feuds, a cold family environment, a strict upbringing, or broken family ties. And benefic planets, or positive aspects here, can offer up a treasured childhood with good family relations or nurturing experiences in youth. And many planets in the fourth house will bring fourth house matters to the forefront of your life, lending lots of energy in this area. And if you have a stellium, which is usually three or more planets, although astrologers will argue for more what counts as a stellium, either like less planets or more planets being there, um, this will make family matters, tradition, and roots play a major role for your life. Of course, I'm not going to go too deeply into each sign, but again, here's a quick breakdown of what each sign in the fourth house could indicate. So, starting with Aries, this placement can create impatient parents, incredible emotional clarity in a person, quick decision-making, fast confidence derived from their upbringing, where you know they were uh, encouraged and emboldened to be that confident and that sure of themselves with certainty. It could also bring pain or anger in childhood or with one's family line, and it could indicate a loud home or a violent home with lots of conflict that could be positive or negatively manifested and sometimes lacking in emotional maturity. Okay, so if you have Taurus in the fourth, this placement offers a natural position when it comes to parenting, and it offers a person much care and devotion from their parents. It can make a person's upbringing traditional or strict, but regardless, it leaves a person with a sense of comfort, security, and a strong foundation upon which to build their life. It's actually rare to find a person with Taurus in the fourth who deals with emotional guilt or other issues stemming from childhood. And in most cases, the person's able to find beauty and wonder in the world and enjoy the material world in a healthy way. If you have Gemini in the fourth, this placement often brings a changeable and sometimes unstable home. It can make for inconsistent parents or feelings of inconsistency or dishonest, dishonesty for them. And sometimes this indicates same-sex parents, but either way, fourth house Gemini um, can be very rewarding for the person, especially if Venus is here uh, and positively aspected. Sometimes this placement indicates two opposing or conflicting emotions or someone who overanalyzes their emotions instead of feeling and accepting them. If you have Cancer in the fourth, that's a very natural placement. Uh, but it's not always without problems, so this placement lends a person a strong connection to their family, and it can indicate a strong inheritance or a need to resolve familial issues. Those with cancer in the fourth often have great opportunity and gratitude alongside cha challenges they face within their ancestral line. There may be residual emotional issues which need to be uncovered from the past, such as with their grandparents or their parents. And it is essential for Cancer in the fourth house people to find self-love and uncover their capacity for gentleness and slowness and calm and compassion for themselves. Sometimes it can indicate a closeness with one parent or a lack of closeness with another parent and how this affects all other relationships that they have in adulthood. If you have Leo in the fourth house, this placement indicates someone who is proud and courageous about their ancestral inheritance. This can allow a person to be strong of character, gratitude, confidence, and contentment. And it can sometimes indicate personal issues, strong emotions, and a dominating relationship with one parent who can possibly be a bit smothering and possibly dampens their ability to process healthy emotions or to feel emotionally independent. 
and at best this placement offers warmth, joy, and openness for a person while lending courage and clarity when facing emotional challenges. If you have Virgo in the fourth house, this placement indicates a lack of certain needs being met at home. It may be love or approval, and this may leave them feeling as though they are somewhat broken or um, empty. And it may be emotional pain, but not necessarily, more so emotional lacking, or the inability to achieve emotional perfection and true satisfaction because of these feelings. Sometimes this can be because a parental relationship has felt particularly cold or detached. But that said, this placement offers an amazing intellectual fortitude, strong mental strength, and a practical ability to apply those powers wherever they need and throughout their entire life. If you have Libra in the fourth house, this placement gives a strong relationship with parents to their core and a harmonious, balanced home life oftentimes. It may be that this person's upbringing led them to develop a tendency to compare themselves to others, which leads, leads to feelings of either feeling superior or inferior, depending on how they're doing in life. And if there's a decent positioning with the moon or Venus here, this placement allows a harmonious and balanced marriage without fears or holding back. If you have Scorpio in the fourth house, this placement can be quite difficult and sometimes indicates strong emotional bonds to family or parents, which are somewhat toxic, unhealthy, or possibly lacking in a support that you may feel you need. The challenge here is that there may be a challenge to find forgiveness and let go when it comes to dark and difficult emotions without dwelling on the past. However, once overcome, this placement will be rooted in strong emotional connections and an unwavering well of power. If not, these people could be easily manipulated, dissatisfied, or smothered by their roots, or unable to look forward to the future with optimism. So it's important to have a strong, healthy, emotional outlook and a capacity for forgiveness and letting go of the past and even of past wrongs in order to move forward to the future with optimism. If you have Sagittarius in the fourth, this placement leads an uneasiness when it comes to feeling at home or a sense of belonging. And it may be because of an unstable home life or one in which their family often moved. And due to this, some with this placement often move abroad in order to find their true sense of home. Much happiness, however, can be found through higher education, spirituality, and traveling, and it's essential for these people to have a high sense of morality and a healthy emotional position in order to be content. This placement may find that the world is their home and they don't need to lay down roots if they don't want to. If you have Capricorn in the fourth house, this placement is not an easy one. Here, a person feels strong faith and often a connection to the universe or God. Uh, however, because of this, they take too much responsibility on, including mistakes made by parents or their family, which can lead to much unnecessary guilt stemming from their upbringing or home life. And this can create a lot of cold detachment or pressure and dissatisfaction. They may have had a strict upbringing or possibly a suffocating one, but it may lend a strong foundation for love and nurturing they create within their own family in the future. If you have Aquarius in the fourth, this placement may feel that consistency is constantly eluding them. Frequent change and sometimes chaos in the upbringing or with parents from a young age could be at the root of this 
and sometimes it indicates early divorce between parents or a fissure in the family. Happiness is found here through personal freedom and exploration in relationships. And emotional independence and clarity are essential here, and there will be a need to find constant change somehow in their life, while also achieving inner calm in their own unique way. And if you have Pisces in the fourth, this placement often indicates family secrets or even dishonorable ancestors. And if not, there's sometimes a lack of clarity regarding a person's upbringing, childhood, family, or parents. Sometimes it indicates an absent parent who was idealized or possibly caused confusion. And this may lead the person to feeling that they don't belong or were abandoned and possibly that they can't find clarity in their own emotional state. At times, this placement indicates addiction problems in close family members or even emotional blackmail that they can't quite suss out. This placement is similarly difficult to Scorpio in the fourth, making ancestral inheritance a confusing mess where the person in question feels lost, lonely, depressed, detached, or confused. And like most placements of Pisces, there will be a need for boundaries and also uh, an acceptance. Okay, so now we're moving on to the planets here in the fourth house. So having sun in the fourth house, this placement will not find happiness if their home life is unhappy. Um, the sun in the fourth will need to put in work to create vitality and inspiration in the fourth house matters, and it's best for them to have an active, open, loving, and creative home. Otherwise, they may become lethargic. These people will work to create the home and family life that they crave, however, and they take pride in their heritage and have deep respect for their ancestors and their accomplishments and their place in their ancestral line. Sun and the fourth people will feel that their family, ancestors, and roots truly reflect who they are and will look back on their youth and childhood with fond positivity. And they tend to be people who remember only the good memories, even if not, you know it wasn't always perfect, but they will take away the good times and forget the bad. If you have moon in the fourth house, this placement is very natural for the fourth house and will only underscore its natural influences. People with this placement will hold a home and family very close to their heart. Their ancestry and heritage will be something they feel on a deeply emotional level, more so than like rationalizing it. And whether for good or ill, these people have deep, lasting relationships with their parents, especially their mother, who may rely on them for emotional support, whether that's healthy or unhealthy. And these people will keep their parents and mothers specifically in mind as they build their own homes and families and like basically not want to um, trample on anything that might hurt their mother's feelings or possibly ego. So, you know, this can manifest in problematic relationships or it can represent healthy relationships depending on how it's expressed. If you have Mercury in the fourth, this placement brings a lightness to an otherwise very emotional house. And this person may be slightly detached and more logical and emotional and familial matters. Mercury in the fourth aids with communication between family members and helps find rational solutions to problems without emotional baggage or trauma. These people will use their words to solve any emotional issues that come up in an unbiased and slightly detached manner. And because of this, Mercury here creates a peaceful environment in youth or childhood. Otherwise, this person may have experienced a detached parent during their upbringing. So there are various ways that it could be expressed. However, this person will probably be pretty well equipped to 
suss out exactly uh, logically what has occurred and how to create valid solutions. If you have Venus in the fourth, this placement brings a sense of politeness and likability amongst family members. Venus brings a pleasant home life where family life is deeply valued and viewed positively. These people can find the value in the positive aspects of their childhood and may experience at least one parent who's patient, gentle, kind, and caring. And that is a sense that they end up carrying with them into their adulthood and future families that they themselves build. If you have Mars in the fourth, this placement can be a conflicting one as the assertiveness of Mars creates a clash with the deep emotions felt in the fourth house. It can lend a person a sense of annoyance or impatience or tactlessness in emotional matters. And because of this, there may be harsh clashes with family members where they're just like unintentionally trampling over delicate uh, emotional needs of the people closest to them. This person may have tough relations with their family or parents due to the harshness of Mars placed here, which may lead the person to feel lonely or uncared for. And in its most positive expression, the energy of Mars can be utilized to defend and support family and values and also defend like family members in need or more vulnerable members. And it's possible one or both parents will be seen as strong, possibly overbearing, aggressive, impatient, or selfish. If you have Jupiter in the fourth house, this placement lends a desire for a large active home with a big family and lots of children, friends, and relatives creating a jovial mood. There may be desires for large property or even a farm with lots of animals and life. These people will often have a sense of pride regarding their ancestry and heritage, often with inherited property that's generational. There may have been a free and adventurous childhood experience here and the family may provide lots of opportunities as well as financial and emotional support. And in adulthood, these people will allow their children much space for exploration in the world and an open, honest approach with relatives. If you have Saturn in the fourth, this placement can make for a strict and burdensome feeling in matters of home and family. There may have been a tough hot childhood experience where money or emotional support were lacking, or otherwise a parent who was particularly strict or expected too much family responsibility from their child. And because of this, people here who have this placement may view family matters as serious or as a burden. And whatever the case, those with Saturn and the fourth will take family matters very seriously and be responsible when it comes to caring and providing for others. In an unhealthy or harsher expression, these people may view family as restrictive and wish to escape from it. They may even avoid starting their own family out of fears that it becomes a burden. Uh, if you have Uranus in the fourth, this placement can cause a person to have an unpleasant, detached feeling from, uh, from their family, and it's one that they did not choose and they did not want. It could be that parents were often absent during childhood due to work or a divorce or even death. Otherwise, parents who maybe are preoccupied with their own lives. The person may be an only child who is left to their own devices or has little family around them. Otherwise, there may have been frequent changes in childhood, whether moving homes often or other constant shifts causing chaos and uncertainty. And in adulthood, these people may harbor these same feelings in their own family, where they unconsciously cause themselves to create chaos or crisis or instability unknowingly. And it could also be that at least one or both parents were seen as emotionally detached or distant.
if you have Neptune in the fourth, this placement brings an underpinning of suffering in childhood, whether it's the person themselves or someone close to them. And it's possible a particular family member is seen as the golden person, where another one is made the black sheep or the scapegoat and blamed uh, for the familial pain. And one or both parents may struggle with addiction, and the person may wish to escape from this reality. And that said, there will be deep compassion within the family and a sense of suffering or sacrifice on behalf of the family members for others who are dealing with that addiction or suffering in some way. Uh, so there's like some sense of commiseration here. And there may be confusion or a lack of clarity regarding family history, but what they do know will bring them a sense of comfort. And finally, if you have Pluto in the fourth, this placement often brings unconscious power struggles in childhood, often between parents or close family members. It may occur between the person and one particular parent, especially in the years approaching their like late adolescent and teen years. Uh, death of a parent or close family member in childhood is sometimes an experience which leaves a lasting impression on the person. However, if it's not a literal death, it could be experienced metaphorically or emotionally, as in the case of divorce or other difficulties. The childhood home and atmosphere could also have been very strict or controlled, where there may have been power struggles, uh, maybe even like between parents. One or both parents could have been seen as too controlling or overly intense. And there may have also been family secret, secrets, which may or may not be addressed or spoken about, or maybe like, you know, the dirty little secret. Um, and that is everything. So... Hopefully this shines some light on the fourth house for you. The fourth house is certainly a little more nebulous. I mean, it's definitely, an, again, a more emotional house. It's one of the water houses. And those tend to be a lot more abstract, whereas like the first house is very clearly, you know, a person's identity. The second house very clearly is monetary matters. Third house very clearly communication. But when you hit something like the fourth house, it becomes very yeah nebulous and abstract uh, but hopefully this shines some light on exactly how it could be interpreted and maybe be expressed in your chart and I hope that you guys found this helpful and if you did let me know on social media I'm on Instagram at astrology which podcast Twitter at astro w podcast and also Facebook the astrology which podcast is a paid but you can send me a message there if you like or shoot me an email the astrology which 89 at gmail and if you feel inclined to support me, I have a Patreon where I share early access, ad-free episodes of the podcast. Um, and I also share loads of other exclusive content, exclusive merch, and uh, guided path workings for Sabbaths on the Wheel of the Year, and lots of other cool things that you may find interesting. So I'd love to see you over there if you are inclined. Otherwise, no worries. Thank you so much for your support and always listening to these episodes. I really appreciate it and I hope you get as much from it as I do. Thanks so much for listening again and I will see you next time.